Today is call day or placement day for Concordia Seminary and for our church. One event that takes place in the fall quarter. I want you to look at the bulletin here and look at the names of people and the ministries they are going to be in and the places they are going to be placed. Master of Divinity Degrees, Center for Hispanic Studies, Cross-Cultural Ministry Center, Deaconess Program, Master of Divinity again, Ethnic Immigrant Institute of Theology, Specific Ministry Pastor. People going to Texas, Florida, New York, Iowa, Minnesota, Michigan, Illinois, Colorado, Missouri, and even to Czech Republic. The gospel should be preached to the ends of the earth, then the end will come, Jesus said. We follow that mandate, privilege, command. And our institution and our church is privileged to be part of that great ministry that the Lord of the church has entrusted us. St. Paul, who made the speech, a long one at that, that, be, that Dennis read for us, received his call from God himself. In fact, he got this call before he was baptized. In chapter 9, we see that this call was delivered to St. Paul through Ananias, who would then later baptize him. This was how his call read. You are my chosen instrument to proclaim my name among the Gentiles and their kings and to the people of Israel. Pretty composite call. God's chosen instrument, prepared by, call, by God, sent into the world, beginning at home to the ends of the earth. That would be the summary of our calls, too. But St. Paul's call document had a second part to it, that you would suffer in my name. And I believe in my call, that part is not written in. But suffer we will. That part was only given to us on the day we were called into God's kingdom by the waters of baptism. We confirmed that. It was reinforced in our lives as we were, each one of us individually, confirmed in the true faith. And we confessed that with the pastors who confirmed us in the faith. Here we are in this world as witnesses of the true gospel of Jesus Christ, not only to proclaim that gospel, but also to suffer for it. St. Paul said, we preach Christ and him crucified. A scandal to the wise of the world and a stumbling block to people who think otherwise of how God intervenes with people and how he interacts with us on a daily basis. A scandal it is. 
and a stumbling block it is. The text that was read before us, charges were filed on Paul and his mission. How many of us pastors and members of the body of Christ would like to be branded a ringleader, a sectarian, a person who teaches false doctrine, things that emerge from within the congregation of God, who stirs up riots within the congregation, and at that from a sec secular authority such as Felix, a person who speaks and preaches about a dead man. Strong words. Opposition from within, opposition from outside. Yet, this is foolishness to the wise and a stumbling block to the people in the world. Foolishness to the wise and a stumbling block to people of the world. Paul summarized his message variously in various ways. He said his message was given to him by God himself. He said his message was founded on the prophecies of the Old Testament. He said his message was founded in the incarnation of Jesus Christ as fulfilling the Old Testament prophecies. And he has eyewitnesses to prove it because Jesus went around, walked the face of the earth, completed the mission of God, God has given him, and he was mounted on the cross, fulfilling the scriptures, and on the third day, he rose again from the dead. His ministry and the ministry of those who followed in his footsteps are, first of all, here now, branded as sectarian and heretical by the people who knew the Old Testament. Challenges continue to go and challenges continue to confront us as we daily walk with him and heed to the call God has entrusted us. Paul did not stir up riots. Paul did not create a riot in the temple. Instead, in spite of being a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ, he went to Jerusalem, purified himself, and he brought gifts to the people in Jerusalem who were starving because of famine. He was concerned about the people themselves. Yet he was committed and he heeded the call the Lord Jesus had given him to proclaim his name among the Gentiles and to the Jews. In the text that was read to us and the chapters that precede us and following that text, Four times, four times Paul says he is on trial before the Sanhedrin, before the governors, and including before the Roman emperor because of one thing. Because he was preaching the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Resurrection of Jesus Christ, a hindrance. Hindrance is stumbling block to the wise of the world and even those who are well-versed in the promises God has given his people. There is one God. There is one mediator between God and human beings, the God-man Jesus Christ, who came to the world to save sinners. And he proved that not only by living here and suffering with us and mounting himself on the cross, 
but defeating death finally by his own resurrection. And brothers and sisters, if Christ were not raised, our faith is in vain. Our existence is in vain. It is to that ministry, it is to that preaching, preaching the cross of Christ as well as his resurrection and the promises that entail for all who have put their trust in him as the only savior that we are called and set apart and trained and called and commissioned and appointed. It is to that one mission that God raised Jesus from the dead and because of him, we too shall be raised as we are privileged to believe in this promise. Studies now say, studies now say, included in one of the recent New York bestsellers, that 26% of Americans actually believe in a resurrected body. That leaves 74% who do not believe that we exist after we die. Americans believe, all of us. Another 30% of the United States citizens believe in reincarnation, studies say. That means they might come back again. That leaves 45% of the population in these United States who do not even think that there is a life hereafter. That's the tremendous challenge that the church is facing today. Having lived in this materialistic world and having known that there is no such thing as a free lunch, here we are going out and proclaiming the free gospel of Jesus Christ that there is a life to be lived in its fullness in these in this world and yet a life to look forward to in its fullness after we leave this earth. 26% believe that, 74% do not believe it. Let us not then stop only by preaching Christ and himself crucified as important as it is. Let us also in boldness amidst the faithlessness of this world and the doubt of this world amidst the folks who think that life is fundamentally peace, justice, and living together in peace and justice. And we will cross the bridge when we get there. In the midst of this spiritual confusion, let us be bold that there is a resurrection of the body for us to live here and into eternity purely because Jesus Christ has redeemed us, body and soul, and raised us so that one day when we leave this place, we shall be with him and see him as he is. In fact, sit at his right hand. God bless us and our church and our faith and our ministry, especially these brothers and sisters who are now brought into this ministry to be faithful to this and be bold to proclaim it even to the ends of the earth. God grant this for Christ's sake. Amen.